The U.S. is now at war with the Houthis in Yemen. The U.S. is now promoting the two-state solution in the Middle East with all of the different nations. I have the latest stats on the Gaza war. War with Hezbollah in Lebanon is now emerging on the northern front, and Iran and Pakistan are striking each other. Messianic World Update begins now. Hello everyone, I'm Monty Judah with Lion of Lamb Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is Friday, January 19th of the year 2024. The U.S. has now been hitting the Houthi rebels in Yemen for the last four days, maybe even possibly today for five days. They've been primarily hitting anti-ship missile launchers because the Houthis are launching anti-ship missiles into the Red Sea, the Gulf of Aden, and the straits between those two seas, trying to attack passing ships. The U.S. has interdicted a ship that was being sent to Yemen from Iran in which they captured missile parts and the other ammunition that Iran has been supplying the Houthi rebels with Sadly, two U.S. Navy SEALs were lost at sea. They were part of SEAL Team 3. They tried to climb up a ladder along the side of the ship to capture the ship in the middle of the night. One of them fell back into the sea, and his partner, his buddy, jumped into the sea to help save him. Because of the darkness and because of the high swells, there was swells in the 20 and 30-foot zone, these two could not be found despite an extensive search for them. Part of the problem that we have is the U.S. foreign policy right now in the Middle East is reactive instead of preemptive. These Navy SEALs were put in a reactive situation. They couldn't plan it. They couldn't take into account all of the conditions. And because of that, we've lost two brave Navy SEALs. And it's very sad. And I'm certain the entire special ops community is mourning their loss. The U.S. is clearly promoting the two-state solution as a cure for the entire Middle East. They've gone around to Saudi Arabia. Tody Blinken was in Davos this last week at the World Economic Forum trying to sell this grand scheme, how everybody's going to cooperate with each other. All the Arab nations will recognize the state of Israel. Israel will allow for a two-state solution. The Palestinian state will be established. They'll have U.N. membership. I mean, it's just a pipe dream. And Jake Sullivan of the National Security Council was just visiting Israel, and he made this unbelievable statement that we could have peace in a very short time. All the parts are there like there's some solution to the entire Middle East just around the corner if we could get the rest of the world, in particular Israel, to cooperate with the United States foreign policy. President Herzog of Israel, in responding to this, said, no Israeli in their right mind is thinking peace process right now. So I think that pretty much helps us to understand the White House because they're obviously not in their right mind. Hezbollah, Gaza, the Houthis, Iran, and Israel, all of them are saying there's going to be no peace right now. We're going to fight. And it's only the White House and the U.S. Foreign Policy Administration that doesn't seem to understand what's going on in the Middle East and what's going on in the world. Three weeks ago, President Biden, who was having daily conversations with Netanyahu on the phone, got upset with Netanyahu and hung up. 
as a result, there's been no communication between President Biden and Netanyahu. And basically what happened was President Biden was telling Netanyahu what to do. And Netanyahu said, I'm the prime minister of Israel. You're not the prime minister of Israel. And I'm going to do what is right for Israel, not necessarily what is right for your reelection campaign. So it's very clear at this point that President Biden and his entire White House staff, including the National Security Council, the State Department, are literally, and this is the word being used in Israel, they are clueless as to what is going on in the world. Netanyahu, to give a very clear statement about what Israel's position is, said, we will continue to total victory against Hamas. That is the Israeli position and it is in sharp contrast with the U.S.'s position concerning the Middle East. Let's talk a little bit more about Israel's war in the Middle East. I have a summary report I want to review to. This is published by the IDF this last week, and I want to share a couple of specific facts with you. In Gaza, the operational success of the IDF to date, of over 9,000 Hamas operatives and fighters and other groups have been neutralized. The operational impact is that more than 23,000 Palestinians have become casualties. That number includes the 9,000 Hamas terrorists and operatives. The leadership of the Hamas, the elimination of two Hamas brigade commanders, 19 battalion commanders, and other high-ranking officials have been killed. In Lebanon, the counteraction that's taken place against Hezbollah IDF actions have resulted in the demise of more than 170 Hezbollah terrorists, primarily associated with the Iran's-backed Hezbollah. Strategic strikes, 30,000 targets have been hit in Gaza, including 3,400 identified Hamas sites and at least 750 sites in Lebanon. Israel has shot down some 9,000 missiles that have come from Gaza, 2,000 missiles that have come from Lebanon, and around 30 of them that have come from Syria. From an intelligence standpoint, Israel has captured and interrogated 2,300 Palestinian suspects, leading to arrests and further questioning. Humanitarian aid, Israel has supported 7,653 trucks going into Gaza, carrying 137,920 tons of aid to the people in Gaza. From the standpoint of Israel trying to protect the Palestinian people from the attacks going on in Gaza, they have made 79,000 phone calls to Palestinians warning them. They have dropped 7.2 million leaflets in neighborhoods warning them. They have sent 13.7 million phone texts warning Palestinians what's going to happen, and 15 million messages left on their phones warning them that Israel's coming in to hit a particular area. A massive effort to try to protect the civilians in the Palestinian areas. In Judea and Samaria, they've arrested more than 2,650 Palestinians that were wanted, including 1,300 of them affiliated with Hamas and the other terrorists. They have used 40 different brigade-level raids and demolition of 14 homes linked to terrorists. The reservists, more than 295,000 reservists in Israel have been called up, and they've been serving an average of 61 days before they get a break. 
A demographic overview of those that have been mobilized, 81% are men, 19% are women, and 115,000 fathers and 3,000 mothers are involved in the defense of Israel. In terms of casualties for Israel, 522 soldiers and reserves have been killed, 2,536 have been wounded since October 7th, and in the ground offensive themselves, over 190 have been killed and 1,300 casualties during the ground offensive. Accidents, 19 soldiers have been killed due to friendly fire. 36 soldiers have died because of accidents and other military-related accidents. This is a report that's giving an update on where Israel is at and how they see things that are going on. But let me give you a couple of other reports that are also coming out. Sadly, this week, Kafir Bibis, that's the baby that was taken hostage, had his first birthday this week. He's one year old, and he's a hostage to Hamas. You have to be beyond treacherous bizarre to hold a baby hostage. Hamas also proudly announced that they had cut off an Israeli soldier's head and then tried to sell it for $10,000. Hamas is now making propaganda videos with some of the hostages and then promptly killing them afterwards. All of this is psychological warfare against Israel, trying to cause as much trauma as they can to the families and the people of Israel. So what is the world doing about this? The world is silent. All the world wants to do is complain about Israel having a Gaza war. But these atrocities that are taking place against the Jewish people, which wound your soul, we can't seem to get the world to pay attention to any of that, and they certainly are not empathetic to the situation that Israel is facing. Those who love Israel do understand that and do understand the trauma that Israel is having to go through. So let's move up to the northern border, Hezbollah and Lebanon. The IDF is on full alert and has been reinforced up on full alert. The IDF chief of staff, Halevi, and the IDF minister of defense, Gallant, are both saying that war with Hezbollah and on the north is inevitable and that it's marching toward a war in the north not just Gaza. In fact, they're warning Israeli citizens that live in the northern part of Israel that there's a very good possible there will have to be more evacuations of Israelis to get out of that area because they are expecting Lebanon, Hezbollah, and other forces to come across the border to attack Israel. That's coming. Now, we are paying particular attention to that because that's what Ezekiel 38:39 is talking about. That's the prophecy of the attack of the northern army coming into the mountains of Israel. And that's when God shows up in this war and in this battle. We are watching that very closely. There's great anticipation that that's soon to happen. I might also add that Iranian proxies are sending drones out of Syria into Israel and continuing to upstage and, and increase their attacks. So all the indicators are while Hezbollah is saying we don't want a war with Israel, while Iran is acting like we don't want a war with Israel, the fact of the matter is all the military indications are that things are getting ready to happen. Just to add to the excitement in the Middle East, Pakistan attacked Iran 
here last week. And the reason is because Iran accused Pakistan of doing another attack that was going on. And Iran responded back and attacked Pakistan. So here we are, we have Iran and Pakistan now fighting each other. And that's just one more step in the tensions that are taking place in the Middle East. I would remind you that China is threatening Taiwan. That hasn't gone away. And strategic analysts on a world scale are now saying that we are closer to World War III than we have been in the last generation, including back in the Cold War with the old Soviet Union. So the world is getting to be a very scared place for many, many nations. And we have a lot of nations with a lot of weapons with different agendas going on. I'm asking you to pray for Israel, for the return of the hostages and the safety of the IDF soldiers. Pray for the situation of Israel dealing with all their enemies on all the different fronts. And I want to share with you a special note that next week I will be on sabbatical, so there will be no Messianic World Update next week, Friday, January 26th. I'll come back to you again early in February. So next week, no broadcast. This is probably the week that everything will bust open, so pay attention to the news and keep watching. Also, if you wouldn't mind, those of you that are on the YouTube channel, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss a single broadcast. That's very helpful to this ministry. If you do it, we request that you do that if you're watching on YouTube. So that's our report for this week. Shabbat Shalom to all of you. Have a wonderful Sabbath.